to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name's Nick. Welcome back aboard the Streamboat as we delve the depths of Netflix to find a hidden gem of a movie. We do indeed. We hope. We do hope because sometimes we do and sometimes we definitely don't. <laughs> so let's see if we did this week. This week we watched a movie called Mercy. Mercy is from 2016. It's a 15. It runs for exactly one hour and 30 minutes. Currently rated at 4.2 out of 10 on IMDb and is a Netflix original. 4.2, Nick. Thoughts? I think compared to... Without giving too much away, compared to other movies which we have seen previously with that sort of rating, yeah, it might be a bit harsh. Okay, interesting. I think it's about right, but maybe, yeah, you could add maybe add a couple of points onto it. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not talking much. Yeah. <laughs> but it's maybe a little harsh. Um, this movie stars a guy called James Walk. He plays Brad. Um, he's in a TV show called Zoo a while okay. back. I don't know if you've seen it. It was about I, a man who had a zoo. So. Uh, he was in a couple of episodes of Mad Men. Okay, I've never and watched that. And he was that, also in the Watchmen TV show. Yes, okay. Uh, Tom Lipinski's also in this movie. He plays a character called Travis. He's in the Snowpiercer TV show. Yes. From a few years back. Yeah. And also, Caitlin Fitzgerald plays Melissa. Um, most famous, possibly, she's in Inventing Anna. She's one of which the I friends seen, in I Inventing Anna. She's in Succession, Succession, yeah. which is the most popular TV show in the world right now. She was in The Trial of the Chicago 7. Yeah. And she has been on this show before. Ooh. <laughs> nice. I didn't know if you'd have spotted I this or not. I did not pick that up. But then this is quite a dark movie. Yeah. Yeah, there's some darkness in the other film she was in. Uh, okay. <laughs> You're never going to get it. Okay. You can have a guess if you want. Dark one light. One guess. Dark light. No. No. Okay. I thought I thought the darkness no. was a clue. No, no, no. <laughs> She's in the man, who killed, the man Who Killed Hitler and then the big Is she? Yes. Yeah, I never would have guessed that. No. <laughs> um, yeah, she's in that. Written and directed by a guy called Chris Sparling. Chris Sparling has also featured on this show before. I did know this. He, direct, he wrote Intrusion. He didn't direct it. He wrote okay. it. Um, in fact, this is the only movie he's ever directed, oh. before or since. Okay. But he has written quite a few. He also wrote Greenland, which was Amazon's oh, um, really? post-apocalyptic the film Gerard with Butler Gerard Butler. The end of last year. He wrote that. And he also wrote Buried with Ryan Reynolds. Have you ever seen that? Really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I quite enjoyed I that. So. I got a lot cinema. of stick for that movie when it came out, because I quite enjoyed it and everybody else hated it. And I was, I still get bullied for it now occasionally. It's quite the quite the history there from this mm, mm, definitely writer director. Uh, not a good history on the show though. Intrusion is not a good film. No, I think it's about eighteenth in the season no, six stream table. It's, it's really good. low down. It's not good. No. So yeah, that's the history of who's in it and what it's about. In fact, I've not told you what it's about. Do you want the synopsis? Love it. It says when four estranged brothers return home to say their last goodbye to their dying mother. Hidden motivations reveal themselves. <laughs> Agree with that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it's the most vague synopsis yes, I've ever Yes, it's very vague. There's a lot more to this movie than that. Uh, do you have a one-word review? I'm begging you for... Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Duffy? was Duffy. Excellent. Good for me. But I, I think that song's kind of inappropriate because of what happened to her. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> That's yes. dark. So if you want to look up Duffy, it's not a good story. Um, where does this film start, Nick? In the countryside. Credit sequence. Yeah. Mm, unusual. A, a sort of sweeping small town America, yeah. I guess. A lot of farmland. Yeah. Uh, indeed, we approach a farmhouse. We do. I, I put credit sequence over funeral style music. 
I guess so, yeah. Plinky plonky funeral music. Uh, yeah, we're we're in a car. We're approaching a house, and we turn up at a house with our char- with a character who turns out to be a doctor. Okay. He arrives at the house. I don't know if he's a real doctor. <laughs> no. <laughs> he at this point in the movie, we thought he was a doctor. He's called. He introduces himself as Doctor Turner. Yes. Uh, he, he could be a doctor. Yes. It might have been his day job. Maybe. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. The man of the house, however, George, does not want to let him in. George Mitchell, Mr. Mitchell. He's the owner of this house and he does not want to let in this doctor. Uh, doctor says, I can help you. I can help you. I can help your wife. Your wife is not well. She's dying. I can help you. We can do it. He yeah. says, you can do it yourselves. Yes. She's suffering. And this is a safe and effective option. Yeah. What this doctor is offering. So clearly we are led to believe that the offer is basically assisted suicide. I guess so euthanasia that's what we're definitely led to believe i think that was a really nice opening scene of right this is the movie now we know what's happening here. there's a dying lady in this house it's a really good setup in a very small scene i quite enjoyed that um the man george eventually takes the bag off the doctor and says look get out of my house get off my land i don't want you anywhere near me um but we will consider your proposal is basically what he's saying by taking the bag off he takes the bag yeah 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 um, then we join another man in another car. He gets a call and he owes somebody money. Yeah. Um, he says, he, I need a week. I need a week. Uh, this, we find out, is Travis. Yes. Yes, it's Travis. And he's, we, I think it's not a leap at this point. I, I assumed correctly. He is heading towards the farmhouse. Yes, he is. The family is starting to gather. Yes. I imagine it was a bit like when the Queen died last year and all the royals were headed up to Balmoral. <laughs> it was a bit like that. That's yeah. what was going on. Um, anyway, he arrives at the same house, but when he gets there, he doesn't go inside. He just goes, chop some wood. Goes out into the backyard and chops some wood. I mean, it's a task that needs to be done. It is. You'd but think we, he'd go in and say hello first. He would, wouldn't he? really would. Um, no, he never goes in. And then another car arrives, and two men come out of this one. Yeah. I, I put baseball cap and other. <laughs> <laughs> and I put, then I put three brothers to see their mother. That's exactly what is going on. So these two guys do go inside and they go and visit the the dying lady. And then they sit in the kitchen with George, the dad. Felt like, I don't think it was, I think it was just my perception. It felt like this scene was five minutes long where they just sat around the kitchen table and did not talk. I think that's my biggest (laughs) criticism of this movie is a lot of nothing happens in this movie is very very slow at this first the first half of this movie barely anything happens but i didn't i didn't i didn't hate it it, no it was a very slow i didn't mind it as a setup and i'm fine with a slow paced movie a deliberate pace but this this specific scene i was like this is too long of them just looking at each other yeah they're all just sitting around the table doing nothing basically um this is tj and ronnie so the setup for this family is that TJ and Ronnie are sons of George. Yes. But not sons of the lady who's dying. Grace, I think her name was. I don't think it was clear to me. I don't... No, they can't have been her sons. No, they weren't. Yeah. They were George's sons. Yeah. Travis and Brad... I didn't... What I mean is I didn't know if she was the mother of all of them, but I think... No. no, they can't. She wasn't. Yeah, okay, fine. So Travis and Brad. Travis is the guy outside chopping wood. Brad's yeah. the next guy who's going to turn up in a minute. They were her sons. Yes. But not George's sons. Correct. So... Both parents have got two sons, uh, half-brothers, four-brothers, half-brothers each. That's the setup. That's where we're at. Um, TJ and Ronnie are George's son's names. Um, And if one of them finds the doctor's bag in the bin, it's not even been opened. Yeah, puts it on the kitchen table. What's this? And And George George says, you know what it is. You know what it is, and whatever it is, is not happening. Yeah. That's why it's in the bin. We're not doing this. 
Yeah. One of them starts to talk about money and George says, we're not talking about that yeah. now. This is not an appropriate time to do it. And then However, then he starts it. to talk about it. <laughs> um, and basically what George says is that he has persuaded Grace to change her will, to leave all of well, her money. She, he says first, for the benefit of us, the audience, Yes, your mom has a lot of money. Grace was left a lot of money by her previous husband. Yeah. She has a lot of money. She is a very rich lady. He has persuaded her to put that in her will, that all of that money goes to George. Yes. And then in George's will, he has left all of that money to his two sons, yes. effectively cutting out Grace's two sons Correct. from the money. Um, and that is your setup to this movie, basically. Yeah. This is where this movie is going. Oh, or at least that's what you're led to believe, because it definitely isn't where it heads. Um, but George says, look, we've got to be careful. We can't talk about money now. The... Travis is already here. Yeah. Brad's going to be here any minute. Just wait. He's Let's essentially wait saying for it we all. need to wait it out. We basically need to wait until I die, let alone Grace dies. Mm-hmm. There's no point talking about it. This is what's happening. The wills are set in stone. Yeah. Nothing's changing. Uh, but let's not talk about it while it's here. Um, it, it, it's quite apparent that George does not like Travis and Brad. Then TJ and Ronnie head down into the garage. Yeah. Garage. <laughs> Um, where Travis is laying the wood out that he's just cut. He's bringing it in. Yeah, he's putting it in the, the store um, to keep dry, I guess. Despite being told not to mention anything, Ronnie instantly tells Travis exactly what's Yeah, but happening. it's a tactic to stir yeah, things up. He's trying it? to stir the pot. He's, a, he's, he's like, uh, we've just found out you're being cut out. Yeah, by the way, George is cutting you out of everything. Yeah. We're getting all the money. Blah, blah, blah. Travis, is, he kind of hands it off. He's not that interested. Um, and then a couple arrive. It's later at night now. The, the sun has set and it's night time. And a man and a lady arrive. This is Brad... And his friend, he describes her as, Melissa. Yeah. It's never made apparent whether they're in a relationship or not, but they do share a bed. No, they don't. They're in two separate beds. Oh, no, they beds. are. You're right. They're in two separate beds. Uh, the only other thing, just to mention, is that we find out during that, that chapter between the, the first three brothers is that Travis has recently come out of prison. Yes. Where he was in there for assault. So he's kind of yeah. being painted as the wild card. He's the wild child of the family. Yeah. And we already know that he owes somebody some money because he's just been on the phone yeah. to it. Which is possibly why he's headed this house. There doesn't seem to be a lot of love in this family between anybody. No, um, we're, and, and TJ and Ronnie also sort of say they're short of money for something yeah. as well. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, George, can, as soon as Brad and Melissa come into the house, George confronts them straight away. They're so horrible to Melissa. Horrible to her. George is like, and we're sh- never given that context. No, what? why? Other than she's an outsider. Yeah. What the hell are you doing here? Yeah. George even says, well, you are not welcome here. Yeah. That's how he says it. Um, Brad goes up to his mother's room. Travis is already there, so they have a bit of a hug outside. And Grace whispers Travis's name. Yes. So they go in and she does. Um, and that's really all we see for now. Then it cuts to... Well, they turned up at night time and then it's night time again. So I don't know if it's the same night or if we've moved on a day or what, but they're outside now sitting around a campfire. Uh, not a campfire, like a fire in the garden. Yeah. That they've lit. From the, maybe from the wood that Travis was cutting earlier. Um. And again, now this is a whole family. This is a family meeting, basically. basically this, is the, yeah. this is George saying, look, the option of this, whatever's in this bag is on the table, but it is not happening. He says it's, it's out very of bounds. It's not happening. It's out of bounds. We're not even going to discuss it. Um, he then reads a paragraph from Grace's diary. From 1982. From 1982, where she talks about how she's happy that her previous husband had died. Yeah. Um, she was waiting for him to have an accident that never came, and now she's free from a, this yeah. guy. Um, and 
they he wants to discuss the arrangements of what they're going to do after Grace dies. Like yes. Funeral arrangements, etc. But Brad isn't ready for that yet. He's, Brad's like, like, he's not dead yet. We yeah. can't talk about that. That's too soon. Uh, Brad's basically like, she's still got a chance. Yeah. Let's not discuss it. And this side develops, doesn't it? And Ronnie and Brad end up in a scuffle. Yeah, there's a fight the going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it all gets broken up. And This family are not a close-knit relationship at all. In yeah. I don't think anybody actually likes anybody. TJ and Ronnie, maybe. Um, Travis and Brad even have a bit of a disagreement up in the attic. They're like looking through old photos and things in the attic. Yeah. They have a bit of a disagreement. Uh, Brad apologises to Melissa for the way his family are being and treating her. And she, she says, what is going on yeah, here? What, what is happening what? at this house? Why, why is everybody so angry? And... Brad basically tells her about the bag. She and, yeah. and Melissa says, "Well, why why wouldn't you use it? She's suffering." Yeah. And he's surprised it's not that simple. Unbeknownst to them, George is outside these paper thin yeah, just doors, listening, listening yeah. to the whole. It thing. made me laugh a little bit because he's like, they have that exact conversation, and he ends with, "It's not, it's not that simple." Good night. And then he just rolls over and goes to bed. And I'm like, "Yeah, oh, basically. we're not even having that conversation." She's got no further questions. He's got no further answers. Um. TJ and Ronnie are now sitting downstairs. They're discussing being broke and they've it, the word we've got to do what we've got to do comes out of his mouth. I think about four times in this scene. He says it a lot. Yeah. Um, and then they find an old wedding photo of Grace and her first husband um, from their first marriage. And they still call her mum, which I find really interesting. I don't but know yeah. how long this family have been together for, um, but they do call her mum all the they way do. through it. Yeah. Even though they're about to screw over their two brothers. Um, and then he says, we've got to do what we've got to do again. Um, and then we cut to the middle of the night and everybody's asleep and Brad gets woken up by a noise, mysterious noise downstairs. Night noises. Night noises wake up Brad. Yeah. Uh, so he gets up, he goes to investigate, he has a bit of a look around the house, doesn't like what he finds, he finds the TV on. Yeah, playing like the like, static. Which yeah. isn't a thing anymore, but that's what we're showing. Yeah, but um, this is, it's an old rabbit ears type TV, yeah. isn't it? And... But also, what disturbs him a little bit more than that is that the front door's wide open. It is. The, 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 I can't remember what it was called. What's shutter? the, no, yeah, the shutter, the like, the fly, fly door, door is thing. just like, it's just banging and the door's back open. And forward. So he does what nobody else would ever do in a horror movie. He goes and wakes up somebody else. It's <laughs> a sensible move, to be fair. He goes to wake up Travis. It's like, who do I trust? Travis, right. Yeah. I'm not walking around this house on my own. Yeah. I'm getting back up. Although, conveniently, he doesn't tell Travis what's going on. He goes, Travis, get up, put your shoes on. Yes. And Travis is like, what the f- what do you want me to it's, put my shoes not on Not until they what get you? downstairs. It's yeah. like, oh, I came down and the door was open and the TV was on. And then Travis picks up the phone off the side and the line's been cut. It's, and yeah. So something, something is, is going to happen. And they realise that something's kicking off. And then all of a sudden, the power goes off. They do. Uh, the power cuts out. And so they split up. Travis like, you go and check on... Um, TJ and Ronnie. Yeah, he says, go and see where TJ and Ronnie are. Um, I, I'm going to fix, the, see if the break has yeah. tripped. So Travis, instead of going to see where TJ and Ronnie are, goes out to the garage and finds that the car tyres have been slashed. Um, and then he runs off to tr- check on the other two. But yeah, sees that they're not. We just in, need to know this, I who, think. Who aren't in their beds. They are not in their beds. Um, Brad's gone down to the basement. He's about to check on the breaker to see what's going on. Uh, meanwhile, Melissa wakes up. Yes, she's she gets woken up by a noise also. I think and, so, yeah. Realizes that Brad isn't in bed. Um, but this is where we find out that Ronnie and TJ are also not in their beds. Um, and then suddenly, just before they turn the power back on, they're down, both down in the basement at this point, they hear Melissa screaming. They do. Um, so they both dart upstairs as fast as they can. And Melissa's nowhere to be seen. She's not in the house. 
Um, and the doctor's bag is on the side and it is open. It is. Um, helicopter outside. Apologies <laughs> if you can hear it. Um, it's open and empty. It's open and been emptied. Yeah. yeah. And Melissa's not in the house. So they go outside. There's like a wooded area around the back of the house. There is. It's just a full on woods. Yes. <laughs> So they go outside to see if they can spot anything unusual. And then suddenly Melissa just runs out of the woods, uh, barefoot, screaming, straight to the arms of Brad. Bleeding. Bleeding. Her foot's all cut open. And, and, and Brad does that whole thing where he's like, he has to stare and squint doubly hard into, into the, the woods. woods. And you can see two masked figures. And it's creepy. It is creepy. It's creepy. There's two men in balaclavas looking back at him. They basically have a staring contest. Yeah. No one. Who's going to blink first? Absolutely. And the two guys in masks then just run, run at them. Run at them. Full power. Run. I thought it was good. It, it was, was a good it scene. Was good. It was a good scene. It was creepy. Um, Travis and Melissa and Brad all run back to the house. Guess what happens? Trav falls over. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what happens when people run. See the wave for more info. Um, but they do get back to the house and they manage to barricade themselves inside Grace's bedroom with Grace. I was really confused. I didn't think this was greatly edited. Agreed. Because they were like, I thought they'd left Melissa because they were like, where's Melissa? Where's Melissa? And I thought they, they'd sort of shut the door before she got in. But then suddenly she's with them in yeah. the bedroom. <laughs> I think they barricaded themselves in the house. But she'd already gone up to the I bedroom. Think so, I think so, but it was, the edit was really confusing it and was, it's dark. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. So they barricade themselves in the house. She's gone up to the bedroom. They go up to the bedroom, barricade themselves into the bedroom. I think that's what happened. Um, in you, in mum's room. In mum's room, in Grace's room, while she's still yeah. unconscious in the bed. And this is normally where a horror film would stop and be like, you give your characters a chance to regroup. This one doesn't. This one, this guy's a pounding on the door, trying yeah. to get in, trying to break the barricades through. Um, and then suddenly Melissa shouts, you're scaring her. About Grace. Yeah, because they're in a heart rate monitor. It's, going, going, beep, beep, yeah, beep, it's beep. going crazy. And then the banging all stops. And yeah. they, the guys just go as far as we're concerned. We don't see them again for a little while. Well, uh, Travis said they've gone. Yeah. Which is really... One of them looks under the door, which is really creepy. Yeah, they haven't gone. They're outside they're, the door. Yeah, they're outside the door. But they're no longer trying to get in. Um, Trav and Brad have a bit of an argument about who it is. Yeah, because obviously no one trusts each other. And Brad immediately says... Is this because of you? Yeah. Uh, do you owe people from prison? Yes. Which we know after you. Yeah. yeah, but it was a bit of a leap. It I was. Thought. Yeah, it was. It was. It was not the twist I was hoping was coming. Yeah. Um. But also, Trav saying oh, it's, it's TJ and Ronnie. They're not in their beds. It's got to be them. Yeah. And they're after this money, and we don't know. With the film's trying to lead us to believe that that's who it is by not showing them, and Trav believes that's who it is, but Brad's not buying it. So nobody knows. We don't know what's going on at this point. And then suddenly the power goes off again because at some point. The power had come back on. Yeah. But now it's gone off again. Um, and Grace's life support turns off. It does. Luckily, it's got a, a battery backup system. Eight hours. Yes. It's life it's, it's got on it. So that is our countdown to stuff. To turning the power back on if we need to. Yeah. Or, um, they look outside the window because they're obviously on the first floor and they look outside down into the back garden and it's on fire. Yes, but the garden is very, the garden much, on is very much on fire. But the, it's been lit up with the words mercy. Yeah. Lit in fire on the back garden. And the two guys in the masks are just standing there above this sign. Almost sort like, of looking up, hopefully, uh, yeah, at, the, at window. the window. And we're like, what the hell is going on? And mercy, presumably, is, you know, because we've already seen the hint of it, is, you know, is the doctor in on this? It's the same yeah. thing the doctor wanted. Yeah. What is going on? Who, why yeah. are these people trying to kill this old lady? This is what the film's asking us at this point. Um, Trav 
has got the the doctor's bags in this room now and he's got the leaflet from the bag and they just got discussing what it is yeah um and brad says whatever happens they can't be allowed to get in this room yeah they're not allowed in this room um trav then tells brad that they are being cut out of the wills yes that brad's now filled in on this um and travis wants to therefore use whatever's in this bag and end whatever's going on here because oh melissa goes really quickly i'll do it if you want yeah i'll do it i'm happy let's, to inject this old lady yeah. What it is, gets us out of this again that was a strange. bit of a uh came out of nowhere a bit so then trav's like right we're not doing that brad's like no let's not do that trav's like right let me go and get my phone then let me go back to my room well leave this room where i'm safe let me go and get my phone and i'll bring it back and we'll sort we'll do the call the police or whatever yeah, we're gonna and, do. and brad says look mine's also in our room yeah so see see, see what which you one can you get. can get to yeah um he goes out of the room they're both gone um neither mobile phone are where they should be um so Trav's like, right, well, then I'm going to make a run for it. And he goes outside and there's a motorbike outside. Yeah. Um, which hasn't confused. had its wheels, uh, wheels slashed. When the, slashed. the bit that I didn't, I couldn't get my head around this movie. So when Trav leaves the room, yeah. he's been in the phones, is something clanks and he's got like a little box. Yeah. Was that, that I first, I thought that was the death pills. I'm not sure but what it was. I don't think it was. And I, I don't know what it was. No. Um, if anybody else has seen this and knows what it was, let us know. It had, yeah, it was like a little silver box, wasn't yeah. it? I don't know what it was. It was... I was like, oh, is he, was it him who took the thing out of the mm. bag? But then I don't think it was because later on it's a, not a silver box that's moving around locations yeah. in this movie. Yeah, so. it, it's strange. But anyway, it goes outside to a motorbike that he's found, um, which doesn't have its tyre slashed and is able to be driven. Um, so he's trying to get that started whilst Brad and Melissa are looking through the window, yeah. watching him. And then suddenly there's a jump scare because this man bursts through the window. Yeah, they're like, window. what's that? What's that? Yeah, they're looking right out the window because it's dark. Window scares are, have a good record on this. They do. It did make show. me jump. I must admit. Yeah, me too. This me guy too. jumps through the first floor window. I don't know how he managed it, but he jumped through the first floor window. He got a ladder. We saw, a, saw Oh, it. did we? Okay. Yeah. Um, and there's a fight breaks out in the room. He's uh, Him and Brad have this masked man and Brad have a fight. Meanwhile, outside, Trav's also fighting with another guy with a mask on. Um, and then another guy with a mask on, which yeah. I don't think we were aware of at this point. I, I was I was starting to lose count now because I was like, I think there's at least three. Yeah, I and thought... And then I've sort of crossed it and put, no, there must be four Yeah, at this point, I think. So we don't know what's going on. They're all dressed exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, while Trav's having this fight out on the lawn, this other guy shoots him in the back of the head. Yeah. So Trav's like... Trav's on top and he's basically trying to He's got hold of this knife and it looks like he's about to, to stick stab this guy yeah. who's fighting back. And then, yeah, suddenly he gets executed. He does. He gets shot in the back of the head. And the film fades to black. Yeah. And I'm like, that's an interesting stylistic choice. I wonder what's happening here. Because my perception to this point was kind of like, I think Trav's going to be the yeah the, the main story. He, he's who we're going to follow. Yeah. So I was quite surprised when he got executed i was quite surprised by the turn this movie takes at this point <laughs> um because it fades back into a church it it's, it's daytime yeah we're at a church and the doctor we met earlier is sitting in a church there's nobody else in there having a good old pray He's just having a bit of a pray and then it's revealed to us that we are now back at the start of the movie yeah. And we're about to watch this movie again. Because we see Travis yeah. again in the so car. So the doctor pulls out of his car, in, in his car. Up at the cross, crossroads. Yeah. Which we saw. Which we saw earlier. When the doctor left the house, Travis passed him. And so it becomes apparent that we're about to watch this movie again from a different perspective. Now. Yeah. Um, 
So we, we stick with the... Instead of following Travis up to the house, which is what we do the first time, we follow the doctor who texts somebody, sends a text out that says, meet me at sundown. Um, and then he's on this, like cliffside watching the house from yeah. a distance. And it's like, and it is sundown. And a couple of cars pull up next to him. Um, then we cut back to the house. This is obviously all stuff we've never seen before. And we're with George. And George tries to burn the bag or the drugs from the bag. He does, yeah. That the doctor brought him. I think he put the whole bag on the barbecue, basically. Yeah, I think he took the box out of the bag and put yeah. that on the barbecue. Uh, but he's stupidly he's gone to light a fire and forgot any matches. Yeah. He's a stupid old man. Um, and when he comes back out, there's a man in a mask standing outside on the porch. There is. Which means that these guys were here quite a long time before they revealed themselves. Because that means they were there. Everyone's in bed. This is just earlier yeah, in the night. This yeah. is earlier in the night. Yeah. So, um, And when he goes back out to relight the fire, the thing that he put on the fire that was in the bag is gone. Because yeah. this masked man has taken it. Um, and then whilst he's outside trying to figure out what the hell's going on and if he's just losing his mind, three men get into the house. Yeah. So for the first time, we've actually seen three men together. Because before this, we've only ever seen two at a time. Yes. But now we see three. Um, and they go into the mum's room with a with bag. With the bag. Um, there looks like they're about to do whatever this task is they've come here to do. But unfortunately, George is asleep in the chair in the corner. So a bit more time has passed. Because yeah. he was outside when they went in. Um, and he wakes up and he catches them. And they have a scruff, scuffle. And they fall down the stairs yeah. together, these two Mask man and George. And it does not end well for George. No, he's dead. Because uh, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, he the dies from the stairs. Fall. He's cracked his neck. And the mask man is, does not seem very happy about this development. No, he's... Kind of put his head in his hands and yeah. like, uh, this but plan's gone wrong this, already. Yeah, already. Um, his friends come and they move... They get rid of... They, they move, move dad's the body. body. Uh, they carry him out into the woods, don't they? They do, yeah. Um, meanwhile, TJ is downstairs watching TV. Didn't hear anything. No, I think he's got a... I do, yeah, but we don't. It's a quite a big house. It is a big house. I, that's true. Yeah, I was, I was prepared to let it yeah, go. I, I also, but I have made a note of it. Yeah. Um, he didn't hear anything. Um, he's watching TV and he finds a VHS video, which he puts into the TV player. Yeah, or the video player, and it's of Grace, but of as a much younger woman doing like a promotional video for the church, New Life Church, which sounds a bit Scientology-ish it does, to me. So she's doing, yeah, she's doing this like promo video. She's the star of this promo video. Um, but suddenly she gets a nosebleed while she's talking. Yeah. So this is like an outtake video, I guess. Um, and the cameraman cuts away and she he comes into shot. Camera's still running. The camera's still running. He realizes she's got a bruise on her head. Yeah. Um, and he talks about, oh, you've got to get away from this. Yeah, he's he done that. this to you and again. This was George. The cameraman was George, yeah. but as a younger version. Um, and it's all about George stealing Grace away from her husband and whatever. And... Then suddenly TJ gets disturbed whilst he's watching this video and clubbed from behind, basically, isn't he? He's knocked out yeah. from behind and then he's dragged off into the woods. Um, we're waking up in order. Now Ronnie's uh, waking up. The video, obviously the video, the video ends, ends and the, ends the static. Ends the static and while the front door's open. Um, Ronnie then wakes up as TJ's being dragged into the woods. Um, but TJ manages to stab the guy who's dragging, it, dragging him. He's got a yeah, knife on him and he... Fights back and stabs the guy. Um, Ronnie Ronnie goes for a wee because he's woken up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, he doesn't last very long. He gets attacked from behind in the bathroom. Yes. Uh, they have a bit of a scuffle. He falls over and bangs his head on the bath and he's dead straight away. He, is. <laughs> he had the least fight out of all of them. Again, a, a kind of accidental death. Death, yeah. yeah. 
Um, that's the noise that wakes up Brad. Correct. Which then triggers where we started from the Correct. film. He then wakes up Travis. They go out and investigate. And then, but again, the fact that they they didn't cross paths with any of these masked men because they're now moving Ronnie out of the bathtub as well. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of and throwing going. And throwing going on. <laughs> um, TJ is still alive in the woods. He starts crawling back to the house. Yeah. But there's also one of the masked men is wounded. Yeah. Two other masked men turn up, find their stabbed friend. And basically take basically, him off to help. They panic. Find, yeah, they go take him away. Um, Brad and Travis, whilst they're chatting in the basement, there's a man hiding in the basement behind the door. Yeah. Um, which they didn't spot, yeah. which was obviously part of the scene earlier. Um, Melissa, we find out what happened to her. She gets disturbed when she wakes up and runs into the woods herself. Yeah. Stepped um, on a glass as well, didn't she? Stepped on a glass. She spotted a, she spotted a dude in the house and runs off into the woods. Um, TJ grabs her, tries to get her to help him, but she doesn't recognise him, freaks out and runs away. And that's when she runs back into the arms of yeah. Brad and Travis. But TJ, because of the commotion he's caused, gets stabbed in the chest. To death. To death. So we're dead. Every, all, George, Ronnie and TJ are now all dead. Yeah. That's George and his two sons, yeah. all dead. While this is going on, three masked men trying to get into the mum's room again. And there's, I've written it, how many masked guys are there? And I've written yeah, five yeah. question mark. Yeah. Um, that, this is the point then when they burn Mercy into the lawn. Um, Trav makes a run for the motorbike. Um, Ma- Melissa says to Brad, what kind of hell family is this? Yeah, and this time we start to see it from, because we, we see it from Trav's point of view, because before yeah. we sort of heard the motorbike and everything. Yeah, yeah, so we've seen it from out. Trav's point of view. Uh, Brad reveals that he thinks that the church killed his biological father yeah. Grace's first husband and that's well, and these, that's all people these are, guys are, are from the church yeah that's what that's what he thinks is happening yeah. and that's what he tells Melissa and Melissa's like the church yeah are you sure yeah she doesn't buy it um, Trav almost gets away on the bike before he was tackled off it and then shot he in was the basically clotheslined off a of fast, fast moving, moving motorbike bike. yeah by an old man yeah because the guy who, who seemed shoot- basically okay yeah You'd think his arm would have come off. Yeah, so he gets he shoots the guy. This old man shoots Trav in the back of the head and then takes his mask off. And he starts freaking out. And now he's panicking. He's just a normal old yeah. dude. Some old church dude. Yeah. Uh, why does Brad now just smash up a cabinet really angrily? <laughs> Brad freaks out. I think out he's trying starts, to board the windows. That's exactly what he's doing. But, he freaks out and he, start, he gets... The axe has somehow appeared in the bedroom. Yeah. Don't know how that happened. Uh, but he starts freaking out and goes to town on a chest of drawers with an axe. Um, and uses it uses the broken pieces to board up the bedroom windows. Yeah. Um, the mask guys have a bit of a regroup. They they gather downstairs. There's a lot of them. I think I counted nine. Um, they one of them is the leader or the main guy is the doctor, which we kind of knew anyway. Um, and he's kind of trying to rally the troops. Really, he's like, yeah, what we're doing isn't wrong. What we're doing is a kindness. It's a mercy. Uh, but the guy who shot Trav in the head, he's not having any of it anymore. He's like, this has gone too far. I'm out. I'm going home. And he has enough and he leaves. And the doctor says, look, if you want, you can go. I'm going to finish this. If anybody wants to stay with me, they can. Um, I'm not going to hold anybody accountable, but stay or go. It's up to you. Um, no, nobody leaves apart from the guy who shot Trav. Yeah, exactly. Everyone else doubles down. Um, then then the next scene the sun comes up so we've kind of caught up with ourselves already um, and this is where we are from following Trav's death now yeah and uh, Brad's Brad's kind of having a, a revelation I guess isn't he he's like I'm not letting these guys stop me getting my money yes 
yeah. because he's obviously worked out the church wants that money as well. Yeah, I th- that's what. Well, that's that's where I I'm took sitting it that, watching this. Yeah, it was the church's money in the first place, and somehow it's got Possibly. into this family. Yeah. Uh, but the son comes up. Grace is still alive. Brad and Melissa are still alive, sitting in Grace's room. Um, all the guys are still outside, still alive downstairs. They basically waited the night out for each other with yeah. each other. Um, and he says that Brad says he won't be stopped from getting the money, and he leaves the room with the axe. Yeah, He's and gonna, Melissa follows him. And Melissa follows him. He's going to finish this, basically, is what's happening. I was as they were going down the stairs in my brain. I'm going, she's going to smash him in the back of her head. I did as well. I was thinking the same I thing. Sure, she. Was I was thought this was it. the twist that was coming, yeah. but it wasn't. Um, so when he gets downstairs, the masked guys are all still down there, and they reveal themselves very slowly. They so yeah. So we the, look into the through the door frame into the into, living room, yeah. and we can see like two, yeah. and then. Two more appear from either side of the door. And I, um, I think there was about eight. There was nine. I counted eight, nine yeah. altogether. Um, they chase, they go after him again. Um, yeah. They, 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 they beat them down. They, they managed to get Melissa um, as he's was, going upstairs. Yeah, and this was brutal. And, and um, this was. might be my, is this my biggest problem with this movie? So Brad and Melissa are heading back up the stairs. The mass basically got hold of Melissa. Yeah. They're pulling her down. There's loads of them. Brad can't hold on. He lets her go. Yeah. And he she's says, got he, says, this he looks look in her of, eyes and he says, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and just, there's a look of disbelief on her face. Yeah. And Brad goes back into his mum's room. So why should I care about any of these people? Yeah. That was my big issue now because Brad's done. This. Yeah. Well, we're but coming like, to the end now. So basically, this the end of this movie happens now. And then we'll discuss yeah. why we shouldn't like any of these people. Um, he locks himself back in the mum's room. Um, he's shouting out the door at them. He's like, okay, look, I'll do it. I'm going to do it. I'll yeah. do it. It's fine. I'll do it. And he sets up this equipment that's in this doctor's bag. Uh, it's basically, it, is, it does look like a euthanasia machine. There's two, yeah. two capsules you put on the top. Um, he connect puts them the on, to connects the, the tube to the drip, turns the machine on. And within seconds, Grace wakes up. So she does a big breath in. She does. Big First time we've ever really seen a breathe all the way through the movie. Her eyes open. My night, my notes I've written, it's not death drugs, it's life it's drugs. It's life drugs. And he shouts out the door, I've given her the cure. Yeah. For whatever this was. And Grace comes around. Yeah. And they let themselves into the room, or he lets them into the room. And they're all masked off now. They're all just normal people. The doctor kind of looks over and smiles at Grace. And the film cuts away. And the next scene... They're carrying her out on a stretcher, the, yep. the mask guys. Brad's sitting on the porch, and the doctor hands a gun but, to Brad. Yeah. Uh, first, Grace looks at Brad, yeah. and she gives him evil. She does. She gives him the stink eye. She, yeah. Yeah, she's an angry lady. Um, so Brad, the doctor walks over to Brad, hands him a gun, and the film kind of fades back to what was happening at the beginning. So it was like a high drone shot yeah. of the countryside in the area, and you just hear one gunshot, and then the film ends. So, I th- what did you think? I didn't see the twist coming that they were life drugs. Yeah. And that basically it, that, that whole twist that all those conversations at the start of this movie, we thought they were, you know, do we put her out of her misery? Then you've got the issue about the money. The fact that the twist was they were already doing that. They were already given her a death sentence the twist the twist of the movie is that we've been following the bad guys all the way through yeah the guys in the masks are the good guys well it's or relative but they're, they're the ones the trying church to save wanted her life to keep her alive the church know. are trying to keep her alive the, 
I think I don't think you can say good guys because it's clearly a shady church. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> all churches are shady. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, that that fit. That's the twist. I kind of liked it. I liked it. I I've, it was neat. Um, yeah. It worked as a twist. Um, I don't know if I can it takes say... takes a lot I, of liberties though, this film, doesn't it? It does. To I can't go say along if with... I say, I can say I saw it coming, but it was obvious that this wasn't all as it seemed all the way through. Yeah. And the, you knew something was coming. Um, my main criticism of this film is that it's really fucking dark. It's, my issues, <laughs> I think, are more technical. Uh, I found it so hard to follow what was going it on was in when the pitch black in most everyone's things. running around the house. Um, really, it was really difficult to work out who was hitting who. Yeah, it was. It was too dark. It was there were scenes where you just couldn't see what was happening, yeah. and. Like that whole thing with the silver box with the jigsaw puzzle picture. I don't even know what that was. No, I don't. I, I think it was the machine the, that he yoked up at the end. But I'm, I'm not 100% sure. No, the only we never other... saw someone pick it up after. No, we didn't, but things moved it. around all over the place. But, or did we? And we just couldn't see exactly. it because it was dark. Things I were moving. The axe ended up in the bedroom. I've no idea how that yeah. happened. Things were moving. That, that's the only other silver thing in the whole film. So I'm assuming that's what it was. But I don't know that. Um, my other question is, why did the church guys need to wear masks? Um there was no re- the pe- it was almost like Travis. Well, they were hoping to get in and out without being seen, weren't they? And then this all went wrong. It did all go wrong. But they, did they need the masks? Who were they hiding from? The, George knew. Well, George it, knew who they were. The, yes, but he and, he but couldn't identify done. someone with a mask on. So the plan was, we get in, we give her the cure, we get out, we sneak out. Job done. Uh, presumably, they were gonna. I don't know. Come back for a late. I don't know. The, I don't it know. all went to shit. The plan. The doctor's plan or the churchgoer's plan all went to shit very quickly because they yeah. killed George almost instantly. Yeah. Then they killed TJ. Then they killed Ronnie. Um, then they went back and killed TJ again. <laughs> um, then they tried to kill Melissa. There was all sorts of stuff going on. Overall, this isn't a bad film. It's a good story. It worked. There's, the story works. The twist works. But technically, it's a terrible film because you can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Character-wise, then, why... I don't think George is any better than her first husband. No, because, it was worse, if anything. Yeah, because I'm I'm presuming he coerced her to change the will. Because yes. from the lit, obviously we never hear Grace speak apart from she says Travis's name. Yeah, I'm and presuming. The she gives to I'm presuming yeah. her her real will would have been that the church gets, gets the, money. the money. I assume so, and he's either fraudulently changed her will or yeah, as coerced her into changing her will. What was she? Who would poison her? Because I'm assuming. Yeah, it's not, an, it's not oh, an illness. It's not an illness. It says a mirror. It says because when they give her the the life drugs, yeah, there's it. The camera zooms in on a pamphlet, doesn't it? And yeah. it says experimental dosage for something, something. Yeah, I, I thought it was an illness rather than as she'd been but actively poisoned. Does a cure of an illness happen? No, that but you've got to go with that. It's some miracle drugs to okay. cure whatever the unspecified so she, illness So we're thinking was. she was ill that George hadn't made her ill to try and... That's what her. I took from it, yeah. Okay, that's but, fine. But I could be wrong. It's just it, The cure happened instantly and that's what made me think well, that's a poison and an antidote, surely. Or, yeah. But you, the film doesn't explain that to you, which is... And Brad does use words, I've given her the cure. He does use. He does say that, to be fair. There's, there's bits to like about this movie. He very... Uh, he, there's, there's bits to not like about it. He gave her the cure very quickly after Melissa was taken. We don't know what happened to Melissa. No. We don't know if they just took her downstairs and explained what happened. Or shot her, took or her back. But why off. would they kill her? Because she can identify them. Maybe. 
I don't know. It just seemed like it happened. He let her go to the wolves very quickly and then instantly went, okay, I'll give her the cure. Yeah. And he could have just gave her the, said to him while they're on the stairs, okay, I'll go and do it. Leave her alone. Or they could have just took her downstairs and gone, well, this is what's happening. Here. Your boyfriend's actually a psychopath who's trying to kill his mother. Um, it but, was interesting that he just gave up because surely in his head would it not cross his mind that, well, if I give her this cure, then they're not letting me go. Who are they? Yeah. Which is what happened. Which is what happened. So I don't know. It, the Melissa character feels very redundant and weird because it's like, why was she just a friend? If you're going to have that character in there, surely she's the wife or something. Or You've already got four brothers and a dad. Why are we, why, what felt was like, her purpose? It felt like they needed a female character in the movie and that's all it was. It, it, it genuinely felt like he'd just been shoehorned in. Ten of brothers, two of the brothers and sisters then. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It, just, it felt like there was a shoehorned woman in that film mm. for no reason. She didn't do anything. She didn't achieve anything. She just no, ran around screaming. Women either, no, they were. So it, it it would have been very light on. It would have just been Grace. Yeah, who just basically says one word and lies in bed all the yeah. way through. So it feels like that's all that was. Overall, though, I don't think it's a bad movie. Look, it's a lot better than than Intrusion mm. from the same writer. No, it's true. It is a lot better than Intrusion. It's this is this movie is flawed and it's crazy. It's batshit. But it again, it's trying bad. some. At least it's trying something. This is going to be my next point. It's got the balls to try something different. Same as Sweet Girl did. Yeah. It had the balls to be different and try a twist. It might not have worked as well as But the at least Sweet it's Girl having did, a big swing. Yeah. And I feel like. It's like the opposite of Intrusion, which was. Yeah, it didn't from it the same right. It was, was as paint by numbers as you could see. I always get Intrusion Secret Obsession mixed yeah. up. Well, I couldn't movie. tell you which movie was which, if Hus- I'm honest. Evil Husband, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't tell you which one was which. Um, yeah, it's just it's an absolutely fine movie. It's a home invasion movie. It's quite good. There's a f- good few action scenes in it. The acting's not bad. The story's okay. It's but a, technically, it's technically it's unwatchable. It's, there's it's parts so, of this it's movie really that's, difficult that's too dark to watch, and it's a real shame. It's a real shame because it doesn't take much to make this actually into a half decent movie. Yeah. All you got to do is switch a light on simple as that if, and if you're really starting to pick it apart a l- fucking a lot happened that second time around in that little time period okay this is my next question <laughs> does that need to happen what the flip the, of the flip and start again or can we just edit this into one long movie make it linear yeah i think so especially because of you've got the twist at the end yeah so it's like is there is this a bit of less is more so you still have the night play out but have it play out lin- linearly Plus, but you've still got the twist Focus. at the end. Yeah, because all the scenes, there's not many new scenes. There's quite a lot of new scenes. There's not many repeated scenes in the second half of the movie. So all those scenes would fit in the first half of the movie. You've just got to cut between yeah. them. So it just felt like a directorial choice to do One that. gimmick too much. One gimmick too much. I think you can edit this movie into order and it would probably be a better movie. I don't know where some of the words in that sentence went. <laughs> it would probably be a better movie if you edited it into order makes more sense yeah i didn't like that twist in the middle where it jumped back to the start because i was like i've just let's see that all let's again see let's all that all it over from again. a different character's yeah. viewpoint yeah and it wasn't that interesting the first time around <laughs> so yeah i think i'm going to ask you in a minute what would you change about this movie and i think that would be the thing i would because i i know that first time around this movie wanted me to think i was getting a brother v brother confrontation yeah and it was ronnie and tj yeah that's what the movie asking. wants you to think all the way through but it really quickly shows you that that's not the case when they switch perspective. So I don't think it was worth having that whole gimmick just for 10, well, probably maybe not even 10 minutes, no. five to 10 minutes of 
trying to make me think it was yeah. the other two brothers. They, they throw the red herring in of Trav owes somebody money as well. That doesn't yeah. come to anything. I, I know that's never going to be. Oh, that wasn't ever yeah. going to be the thing, but that's, they were trying to tell you that it was TJ and Ronnie, but throw you a curveball why it might be the guys who are after Travis. Yeah. And then the twist is that it isn't either of them. And actually the, the, the guys you're following are the bad guys. The, the problem there's, with There's it, a lot of gimmicks going on in this movie that yeah. don't need to be there. The, the criticism is then, uh, maybe it's an unfair criticism because of the level and the, the budget of this movie, but, but then I suppose it's more on the writing, so maybe not, is that all four brothers are paper thin characters yeah, yeah there's no yeah there's no character there like every time we thought i was getting some interesting info about travis because you like you say you get the hints about being in prison and he might be have someone after him it's just gone yeah you just get same T- there. there's one conversation that tj and ronnie have with each other when they they both say oh we need that money for next yeah. week for something and it's like god we probably could have done a bit and brad we, we know could've... literally nothing about no we give, we're getting no history. The, Brad's the main guy. He's the highest don't know why credited, he wants the money. He's credited well, first in the movie. Yeah. We we have no idea what anything about him. What he wants to why do. Why he just money. has this female friend that he carries around with him. It's it's weird. So, yeah, the, the characters, all of them are very linear characters. There's no, they're paper thin, like you say. Yeah. Um, but overall, the story's okay. But the movie's batshit. The movie is insane. And it's, it's too dark. But... Yeah, but it was an all right way to pass an hour and a half, and and like I say it, and like you backed up, it it has a big swing. It yeah, doesn't it does. work, um, but it's we see so many cookie cutter, run of the mill things. At least it tried something. It seems to be coming a trend for season nine of movies that have got a bit of balls and tried something different. Yeah, that's three out of the four movies have all tried something different. In fact, all four of them have because to make a superhero budget on no a movie on no budget is a swing. And you know what? There's so, there's I've liked these first four movies of this season to very different levels, but I, maybe I'm just in a good mood. I, I posit- I've i seen positive, more positives in them than, yeah, than negatives. Agreed. Agreed. What's the best thing about this movie? I just, I like the twist. Yeah, I liked I the twist that the it twist. was life drugs. Yeah. I just like the flip of my expectation. Yeah, they're, they're trying to save this woman, not kill this woman. Yeah. What would you change about it? I, if we're going crazy and we've got these magical drugs that can cure someone like that, I do wonder if on her way out of the house as she's being stretched out, I might have liked a conversation between Grace and Brad. And, Brad. and I think that little full stuff at the end where we find out Grace is also Psycho. a bad person. Yeah. And there's no one's no one's redeemable in this movie. I, I just think that would have I would have been a nice addition for me. I what think. do you think of Grace looks over at Brad, gives him the stink eye, and then shoots him? She well, pulls she, she pulls the gun from under her blanket, <laughs> shoots him in the head, <laughs> <laughs> like like a sawn off shotgun yeah. or something. I, I think that's a fair, very fair point. Give Grace a, a bit of a, an ending as well. Just a, 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 a little mono, a few sentences that get us across. This woman's in charge. Yeah. This was her plan. She was the brains behind this and she fucking hates all of them. Yeah. Like she's got what she's won. Yeah. I uh, I'd agree with that. I think that's a great one. I, I, I think that's an achievable, realistic change yeah. that adds a little something. To I think I would remove the flip back gimmick and put it into order. I don't think this is a worse movie if you do that. No, I don't either. And I would also turn a light on. <laughs> Let me see what's happening, please. 
Um, at one point, the garden was on fire and you still couldn't see what was going on. No. I mean, turn the light on. Um, should we talk stream table? Yeah, let's do it. It's the fourth film going into this season's stream table. Currently at number three is Freaks, You're One of Us. Number two is Sweet Girl. And number one is Catty Catty. I don't think it's challenging number one, but where does it go? I d- for me, Catty Catty stays yeah. in the top spot. I see for very different reasons. I wouldn't argue with anyone that wanted to have any of these three films in any order. In any order. I think I have a slight preference, but they're they're pretty close for me. I have a preference, and I think we're going to say the same thing. Oh, should we do it together? Should we say a position? Okay. After three. And then we're going to say another number. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. One, two, three, Third. fourth. Oh, <laughs> okay. I think it's slightly better than Freak Show One of Us, personally. It's an absolute coin toss for me. It, it, yeah, I, it is. I, I, I mean, don't mind it being first. I think Sweet Girl is better than both of them. I think that's a given. Um, I would say Sweet Girl has the edge because it was a bit more fun. Yeah. Um, I think this one's slightly better than last week's. I, I have it's no very it's paper. There's, there's 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 so close. I have there's a no sheet of paper between that. them, but yeah. I, I think it goes third for me. Yeah. Happy with that? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Sweet. Go. <laughs> right, should we call on Robin to uh, get us another one out? Yes, please. What do you want from next week's movie? I think I feel, I feel like I've said this already this season, but I don't think we've had a sci-fi for ages. That's true. We've, we haven't. Yeah. Yeah, because it's tough, it's tough Robin teased us with freaks, didn't he? Because it, it, the IMDb had it as a sci-fi. Yeah, it definitely was not. No, definitely was not. Do you want me to press the button? Yeah, let's do it. It has picked a movie called The Buddy Games. Okay. Any ideas? I I, do, I vaguely remember adding this to the list quite a long time ago. I think. Oh, really? I think it's like time. a bawdy late night comedy type thing. Interesting. Okay. Uh, you're right. It is a comedy. IMDb have it as a comedy. Okay. Out, just, just comedy. Do you know what? How rare is it that we just get a movie There's where just it's one just genre. one genre? Never happened. Uh, it's from 2019. Do you want the synopsis? Yes, please. Josh Dumal stars in this wild and hilarious no-holds-barred comedy. After six lifelong friends have a five-year falling out, Bob, aka the Bob Father, reunites his pals for the buddy games, an insane competition of absurd physical and mental challenges with the chance to win 150 grand. Now all bets are off as the determined dudes fight, claw and party for their big bucks in this star-studded bro-fest featuring Dak Shepard, Olivia Munn and Kevin Dillon. I feel like that was an advert rather than a (laughs) synopsis. It was a good read. Thank you. I feel feel like I could get into doing that sort of stuff. Um, And... I'm getting hungover games vibes from it, maybe just because it's got games in the title. <laughs> it's higher rated than this week's movie, 4.8 on IMDb. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've given you the cast already. So it's directed by Josh DeMarl as well. Oh, and written, in fact. Interesting. Triple threat. Oh, looking at this, there's also a sequel coming out this year. Oh, well, if it's got a sequel, how can it be bad? How can it be bad? Uh, in fact, it's just come out. The sequel came out this month. Okay. Um, so yeah, that might be a watch-along option. Maybe. In the future, maybe. if it's any good. So yeah, go out and watch The Buddy Games. And we'll be back. No. And then check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. At B-O-T-S underscore podcast on all of those. 
Um, if you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and our website is bottom of the stream.com. On our website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded, all of the stream tables, loads of other cool stuff, and you can even get some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. Ski mask. Ski mask. Good shout. Perfect for these long <laughs> June days. <laughs> And normally at this point, I'd say head over to Patreon, but we're going to revamp our Patreon, we think. We've got some ideas of what we're going to do. So maybe leave that for a few weeks and see what we do with it. And then if you like what we've done, join it at that point. Um, After you've been there, though, head over to Discord. The Discord is a wonderful group full of wonderful, funny, friendly, happy people who will talk to you about anything at any time of the day or night. Uh, We do watch-alongs in there. We play games in there. Um, There's loads of games just been added to Discord, so we could even have like a game night one night. Yeah, sounds good to Um, me. So yeah, we do all of that in the Discord. It's a lot of fun. Come and join us. We we do all the real talks in there for the wave. Everything goes on in the Discord. It's fun. It's a great place to be. The Discord link will be in the bottom of the show notes. If you can spare a few minutes, please consider leaving us a rating and a review anywhere you can rate and review podcasts. It really does help get the word out about our show. Uh, and we want to get more listeners, make new friends, get more people in the Discord. Spread the word. If we've got to watch this mo- these uh, these movies, then uh, come on, you can listen to us and maybe you want to watch some of them too. Some exactly. of them are even good. Some uh, people in that Discord watch every one of these movies. Oh, we love them for it. It blows my mind that they do it, but some of them have been doing it for years now. Yeah. It's just great fun. Uh, you can find us on any of the places that you get your podcasts from, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podchaser, Listen Notes. He's remembered it. Pandora, <laughs> iHeartRadio, there's hundreds. No, fuck iHeartRadio. Let's leave that one. <laughs> they annoy me more than any of the others, so don't listen to us on there. Um, but listen to us on all the others. Ben, go out and watch the Buddy Games. Yes. And then we'll be back on Monday for The Wave and next Thursday for the movie show. Cheers. Bye.